Yes, welcome back to the Sydney set. It's time to dissect all the action at Randwick this afternoon. Uh, track walker information here, courtesy of thebeatenfavourite.com. Lanes one and two, a small penalty with lane three better. We are expecting the sweet spot to be lanes four to ten. So uh, off pace should be okay at Randwick this afternoon, particularly in those sprint races over 1,200 metres or less where you have a shoot start and really no advantage for finding the rail. So, Mick, as I bring you in, uh, does that sound good for the horses that you've tipped this afternoon? Yes, yeah, spot on. That's a pretty traditional Ramwick Rail True setup. So we've been planning for that all week and I uh, think we're on the money. Okay, let's rip right into this. Ramwick Race 1 is a midway benchmark 72 over the 1,800 metres. Your favourite is State of America. Oh, I don't know if it's very good at the moment. 3.50 into 3.30, loving Silla. Uh, for uh, Greg Hickman, solid around the 650 mark. Good support here for Whiskey Wisdom, 15 into 650. Phillipsburg on the drift, 750 out to $9. Celestial Fury, uh, solid at $11. And I did notice one M Gannon in the ownership. So I'm going to let you take it away and tell us whether or not your horse is going to win. Yeah, well, he's had a bit of a freshen back to the 1,800 metres. He looked a bit dour last start, so we've managed to get a bit of spring back in his step. Draws very well. Tommy Berry. Hopefully, Tommy will get his first uh, winner aboard uh, aboard our horse, myself and Dean Watling. So, look, I have him on top. I, he, he's the form line around him is really, really good. You're getting $11. He'll roll forward, hopefully find the top. And uh, if he does that, he'd be very, very hard to beat, Nico. So, we've got Celestial Fury on top, State of America, uh, Zach Lloyd, Barrier 3. Gee, like, tick more boxes. That's yeah. fantastic. And then uh, loving Scylla there or thereabouts behind them. But look, it's a very, um, very even sort of midway race. Nathan Doyle's record in the midways have been phenomenal. He, he just continues to turn up with horses and win them. So he, he does have the formula. He's a trainer on the up on the up, up and up. And he's uh, got one here with Tommy Berry aboard. Looks like a nice little setup to me. Yeah, it does, doesn't it? Uh, well, mate, best of luck. I've done the right thing by you and I haven't tipped your horse because <laughs> you know what happens when yeah, you do. Cast. Uh, look, the two I thought you could have an early play on was uh, the four Phillipsburg and the 10 Loving Scylla. I like that satness race that they both come out of. It rated really well in the stuff that I use. Phillipsburg just had no luck or preparation and I think Loving Scylla is really to peak fourth up. You know what I like? What? Celestial Fury has only beaten... I think a length behind Satness a couple of runs ago. Oh, yeah. there you go. You've yeah. got the Satness form. That's <laughs> the right one. Form. Mate, best of luck. <laughs> and, and Tommy Berry as well. Best of luck to you, Come Tommy. Tommy. He came on the show last week. He's a great fellow and good to see him back riding. And he'll be riding winners very soon. I reckon he's a sneaky chance to win the premiership. There you go. Heard it here first. $51 Ooh. is. Um, okay, let's go on to race two. This is the Jim Crack Stakes. The first of the two-year-old races for the new season at Metro level. Lady of Camelot for Gay and Adrian is your favourite. J-Mac takes a ride. 240 out to 280. Lady Tassort is your second favourite. Again, for the same stable, Reggie Bayless is in the saddle, 450. And Invincible Madison for the Snowden uh, combination, 460 out to $5. Where are you looking? Yeah, you've got to take, you know, obviously big note of the fact that James McDonald jumps on a yeah, Waterhouse bot horse here. So uh, complete respect uh, for that galloper. But I'm with Invincible Madison, I think that uh, she'll sit just off him and she'll be doing her best work late at 1,000 metres. You just, you know, I don't think you want to be leading uh, today, but I think if you could just sit just off them, find that best part of the track and fly late. But look, very difficult, these two-year-old races. You wouldn't be throwing uh, your entire bank at them if you're going to have a play Invincible Madison on top for me. What are your thoughts, Nico? Well, here's a stat for you. Uh, last 365 days at Ramby, just two-year-old races alone. James McDonald, uh, five from 17. Yeah. And Chad Schofield's uh, three winners. He's the next best. So five from 17, striking at 29%. He's the go-to man for two-year-old races at Randwick. He rides Lady at Camelot. She ran fast time uh, in the official trials recently. 
I've got her on top to beat Invincible Madison, who was also pretty good at those trials. Let's move on to uh, race three now. This is the breeders' plate for the Colts, the same uh, equation essentially as the Phillies in the previous event. Scampy's your odds on or was odds on favourite. 180 out to 205. That 180 did look a touch short, to be fair. Uh, to be ridden by Jason Collett for the Mar Eustace com- combination. Volatile. James McDonald takes a ride aboard this galloper for Team Snowden for 60 and 550 for straight charge. Waterhouse and Bott and Reggie Bayless teaming up there. Gee, there's a spruik around for this scampy. They reckon it's one of the better mm. horses they've had come out of there. I'm willing to be against at the price. So it's, once again, it's not these aren't races I'm you know really keen to play in. There's plenty of better bets across the day. I thought straight charge from Barry uh, or Eleven probably comes in a few now. Is probably the bet around that five dollar fifty mark. Ran, mm. ran time in the trial goes forward. You know what you're going to get. Going to give you a huge sight, and obviously you've got J Mac aboard Volatile, and fair to say he would have had his fair uh, fair choice of, of horses here. So I'm happy to be with um, be with Volatile and Straight Charge to um, get the job done here over Scampy. But look, there's no knock on Scampy about mm. the price. Well, that's the thing. I mean, the, the mail around town, the coat tuckers everywhere, are telling me that this thing is a is a jet. She costs three, or he costs three quarters of a million dollars. He's from the same family as Black Caviar. Um, they say if you can get black figures, take it. But uh, I tell well, you, you what, got you've got them now, so maybe we should be taking it. I, I thought Volatile, who ran faster over all time than Scampy at the trials and has J-Mac in the saddle, we spoke about his record in two-yard races, might be a little bit of value there at around the $5 mark. All right, let's move on to race uh, four. This is the benchmark 88 over the mile. And uh, your favourite here is Ultivo uh, for Team Hawks, three twenty into two dollars ninety. Unspoken, who was a good first up winner with Sharp Late Splits, is your second favourite. Tom Sherry for Peter and Paul Snowden, three sixty out to three eighty. Four Valor for Team Waterhouse and Bot and Adrian, uh, sorry Adam Hieronymus in the saddle, nine into seven fifty. And Renaissance Woman, who resumes here for Bjorn Baker, bit of specking for her. $10 into $8, Mick. Yeah, I don't understand the specking, but I'm happy to be proven wrong here. I think Renaissance Women's a horse you want to follow later in the preparation. For Velo, will roll forward here. And then outside of that, you've got Mystery Shot, Kiss the Bride, Highlights that can all roll forward. But I think this is race set up perfectly for Altivo over the mile. Barrier 15 is of no concern because there's plenty of plenty of time until you get to that first corner. There will be a three-wide line. There's no doubt about that in, mm. in a big field here. And uh, all Zach Lloyd will need to do is just sit in that uh, three-wide line, find a bit of cover. This horse is far better than benchmark 88 grade. I had it marked $2.50. You're getting better than that. Altivo's a bet, Nico. Yep. Well, I've marked him $2.50 or $2.75, I think I marked him. So uh, there was sort of $3.50 on offer there yesterday afternoon, and I had uh, a reasonable crack at that, let's just say. Um, here's one for you, Zach Lloyd. Uh, mile races at Randwick. Uh, 10 from his last 60, striking at 17% with an ROI of plus 26%. He's won more Randwick mile races at uh, over the last 365 days than any jockey in this race. Phenomenal. He's got a better record than J-Mac. That's how good he's going. He's an absolute star in the making. He's still an apprentice. He doesn't claim, but he's a jet. You just see the A next to his name and you think, hang on a minute. Yeah. How's that there? <laughs> how's, he, how's he going? You know, Belongs he, next to you and I, the yeah. A, I think, doesn't it, really? Let's be fair. <laughs> Absolutely. Hey, we've got one more race to uh, tick off before we go to another break. Uh, this is the Dulcify Stakes, often a main lead-up to uh, the spring champion in a couple of weeks' time, or in a week's time, I think it is, the spring champion, isn't it? Next week. Uh, yeah. There's a couple of weeks' time. Two. Two weeks. Jeez, my, my, might have, might have my, pro- done the, my programming's not up to scratch. Should have done the preparation before we go on air. <laughs> yes. uh, Tommy Kitten. Uh, he, big Tommy Kitten, 250 into 215 for uh, Nash and James Cummings. 
Cafe Millennium, speaking of big boys, six fifty yeah. out to seven dollars. Did touch eight dollars at one point. Bushy, unbeaten in three runs for Michael Friedman. A bit of a drifter, five out to seven dollars. And Raff Attack for Waterhouse and Bot and Reggie Bayless in the saddle, solid at ten dollars. Just looking down the page here. Little bit of specking for Ajita, who does look a spring champion stakes horse for David Payne. It's won its last two starts, but just resuming off a short break here. Really, really good race, isn't it? Like, mm. Really competitive. I think there's multiple chances in it, but I think Tom Kitten's too short. What are your thoughts on on that statement? It, my lay of the day is Tom Kitten at the two dollar twenty mark. Yeah, I think you're probably right. I mean, I I've got him him in Cafe Millennium. I think the market's right in terms of. Uh, Order. Market order. Yeah. Yeah. But I think he's a bit short. I marked him two dollars. What I marked him two seventy five. There has been a couple of scratching since I did that. So I reckon he's probably two fifty on my rating. So I reckon sit and wait, you'll get a better price than two fifteen. Yeah, there's plenty of speed in this race. I, I was keen to be with Town Hauser at the price. You are getting around yep. uh, nine dollars fifty. I think that's reasonable because he's, he's just come out. You're joking. No. Nah, well literally just come out. That's no good. But anyway, that's the joys of doing the show at seven thirty. But yep. Town Hauser out. Well then I think that leaves it open for to- uh, for Cafe Millennium. Blinkers on. Blake Shin, Randwick, 1,600 metres. That's what we were looking for. All preparation. We're here, third up. Blinkers on. How good's Blake Shin going? Just quietly, low flying. So, look, still happy to be against Tom Kitten. Very happy to be with uh, Cafe Millennium. He was my second pick. Yeah. Let's do that. Yeah, I'm the other way around. Cafe Millennium on top. Sorry, Cafe Millennium on top. Tom Kitten in for second. I thought with Tommy Kitten, I will say this. He was a brilliant winner of the up-and-coming first up, and then he was caught wide, no cover behind NCAP in the Ming Dynasty. I don't think he gets wide no cover here. He should get cover in the run, regardless of where he is, whether he's two or three off. And, uh, he, he, you know, he is the horse to beat. But at the price, I'll go with uh, Cafe Millennium. We're going to take a break here on the Sydney set. When we come back, we start with the first of the three group ones this afternoon, the flight stakes for the three-year-old fillies.